the Extreme BPM with Mark Extreme on eJazz Radio. The Extreme BPM, my name is Mark Extreme. We do this every Tuesday and Friday where we get to talk to people that make the music. And, uh, you know, during the week you get to listen more of the music, but that is between 1 and 2 p.m. where we get to introduce new music that probably you haven't heard before. And uh, Fridays we get to Fridays and Tuesdays, we get to talk to people that make the music. And if you ever miss any of the conversations, you can always go back to any podcast app of choice. You search for the Extreme BPM. Uh, that is in case you missed any of the airings and you'll get all the conversations, okay? So the Extreme BPM, that's it on any podcast app of choice. That is after we have aired the interviews. So this time around, we have um, a power cup on the, in, on the show. I think this, this should be the second couple we've had on the show. Both of them do music. So yeah, this, but uh, the difference is that this one is a power couple instead. <laughs> 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 yeah, and uh, so they're on the show today. And uh, let's, welcome the sh- well, let's welcome them to the show. And uh, they have a new single that we shall be premiering later on called Higher Love. So let's welcome to the show uh, power couple. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Good to talk to you today. And, uh, you know, these days when we're doing conversations during this time, we always have to ask, is everyone okay? Is everything okay? Because of what we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy right now. It's been a difficult time, but we've been pretty blessed. Um, we have a home studio, so we've been staying home and working on music, staying healthy, um, and just trying to stay focused. Yeah, that sums it up. Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. W- how long ago did you guys meet? <laughs> um, go ahead. <laughs> well, we, we, we met a long time ago, actually. We met in, in college. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how many years yeah, ago. Yeah, Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Um, but we ended up, uh, we've, we've done music individually um, as solo artists. And then we came together on a project um, a few years ago, maybe like five, six years ago, we came together on a project and that, that project ended up dissolving. But the two of us writing together seemed like it could be interesting. And we both come from very different like musical backgrounds, but our combined creativities kind of led to power couple. Oh, that's interesting. And how, how did you come to the name? Because, you know, usually there's a genesis for that. So how did you come to the name to say, okay, okay, what name, what first names did you run through before you decided on <laughs> ending up with power couple? Oh boy. Well, I have like a long list of band names. Most of them are jokes. Um, <laughs> but our old band was called Indian Summer. And my name is Summer, so it's kind of a joke as well. And that's a term we use to mean like it's a long summer that goes into the fall. But that music was pretty different. Um, and you came up with Power Couple. Maybe you could say what made you think of it. And I could say a little bit about what it means to us. Well, honestly, like for for me, when it came to mind, I just, it's some, it's a name I had always thought would be interesting to have because it's a, it's pretty powerful, right? Like just to just to even list yourself or to call somebody a power couple is like this idea that they they the this duo has some kind of dynamic together that's really strong and present. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of surprised to learn that there was no other group with that name yet. <laughs> so I thought, eh, yeah, everything's taken these days. So that was amazing. Um, and it means a lot of different things to us. You know, like John said, it's it's a, something you strive for to live up to the name. And it keeps us motivated to be that for each other and for ourselves. Um, but the power couple isn't just about the two of us. It is about like the yin and the yang and how the masculine balance is the feminine and how we are very different, but opposites attract and create that whole. But it's also about your relationship with the music. And that's a power couple too, like us and the music or us and the audience or us and the fans. So it's, it's a lot of different ways of looking at what it means to have that synergetic 
um, empowering relationship. And do you feel like there's a pressure to make sure you live up to that standard? Because you already set a standard already. That by you be adding power to the term couple is, is already setting yourself up for pressure now. Do you, do you realize that there's that pressure to make sure that you, you end up, at the end of the day, you live to that standard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's actually, you know, it, you know, in terms of just setting an ambitious standard, you know, with music, there's constant, with all forms of art really, but in our case, our medium is music. And, you know, the more the more you latch onto the idea of, I want to continuously get better, I want to continuously grow, the more you also start to realize that music, you know, is defined by its uh, lack of boundaries. So instead of looking at, you know, well, I know these, 12 notes can do X amount of, you know, can make X amount of music. It's more like what goes beyond these 12 notes. And every single time you go beyond, you go a step beyond, you get more powerful, you get stronger, you get better, you get more mm. creative. So um, I I'll, I also kind of, you know, we've talked about this before, but I also kind of really admire artists who set themselves up for bigger standards. You know, it's just, you don't know where it's gonna go. You have no idea, but it's good to be ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. That's well said. You have to push yourself beyond your limits to grow. You know, so you have to set those standards high if you want to reach your full potential. All right. So let's see. You, when when we were getting on, you say that uh, both of you came together and, and you're both from different backgrounds. So let's start with you. Uh, let's say, Summer, uh, uh, what music did you grow up on and what kind of influenced uh, the music that, what, what were your influences earlier on before you, know, you got together to make music together? Awesome, yeah. So I grew up with a musical family. So I grew up playing music and singing right away. Like my parents used to write melodies for me. So I was kind of immersed in creativity and a lot of live music actually jamming and creating together, mostly um, based through piano, voice, guitar, a little bit of percussion, drumming. Um, my mom plays the harp, the flute. And my dad was actually studying to get his minor in classical piano. So I, as a baby would fall asleep, just hearing live classical piano for hours and hours and hours. He's a night person, you know, musicians up all night. But um, so classical, honestly, my writing used to take these movements. They wouldn't follow like strict formula of like a pop song. They'd kind of be going all over the place on a journey. And on top of that, of course, I grew up in the 90s. I love like 90s hip hop R&B, um, like Lauryn Hill was a big influence for me. But I also love like Tori Amos and singer songwriters and like Lilith Fair and when women were really stepping forward in a new way in music. Um, I loved grunge rock. I loved classic rock. So I came from a background where it was a lot of rock singer songwriter. And then I kind of on my own, not through my family, found like the hip hop R&B side of things as well. So you bring both of them together and find a way to, you know, to make because like when when you listen to Higher Love that we that we shall play later on for the people, uh, it's it, you can't just put it in a certain category and say this is what it is. Right. Yeah. It, it was a blend, and I think a lot of musicians, you know, we have a lot of different influences. It's hard to just you don't just listen to one type. I always talk about music genres being like food. Unless you're on some crazy diet, you're not going to cut out a whole category of food, right? Yeah. You need a little bit of everything. There's always good stuff to choose from. But um, yeah, I would say that's kind of the, my main influences, which is in a lot of ways different from John's. <laughs> well, I grew up just a little bit the opposite. I mean, I, I my older brother, um, he showed me a lot of hip hop and jazz growing up. 
So I knew that kind of first and also a lot of rock as well. But um, my older brother is like, he's the only musician in the family. And there, there was like, we don't know, we, we didn't know anything about music before that. So he just decided he wanted to play the bass one day and then did. And uh, because he listened to a lot of hip hop, he also rapped. So it was interesting to have that influence for me just cause like, you know, um, my, my parents put us in church. So we, mm. we both knew how to sing, but like, I really stuck with it. I went the singing route. Um, uh, and he started diving more into like, you know, uh, hip hop and jazz and that sort of thing. So, so my background was, was hearing all of that and, and, and some rock as well, for sure. But like rage. Yeah, I Rage used to get yeah, exactly, exactly like every, every, Rage Against the Machine, Deftones. Like uh, I listened to that stuff too, but my brother was very like influential in pointing out, you know, the connection between all that music. You know, he could kind of show me like this is how you get from here to here, and mm. that that kind of jump started for me wanting to write my own songs. You know, but it's just the the interesting part for me is I didn't have like any musical family at all mm -hmm. you know everything that we've gotten to do you know uh, everything that i've gotten to do musically I've, I've had to kind of come to that on my own the fortunate thing was by going to berkeley was meeting like summer and a bunch of friends who were like have you listened to this have you tried this you know when, when we first met summer was like you know a much better guitar player than me and I just watch her play. I just be like, how, how did you do that? We always have a joke. He's like, you use your pinky? <laughs> I don't use my pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I had to relearn guitar after that. <laughs> now he's way better than I am. He teaches me stuff. Today he was just teaching me Good Days by SZA. So it's come full circle. But I mean, some of the influences are the same. We both grew up, you know, listening to the Beatles and some classic sounds. We love Stevie Wonder, of course. You Who know, you can't it? really <laughs> live any kind of musical life without him. Right. Um, so there's some crossover. Yeah, but, but that, that's amazing. You know, but you know, much as you say that the the backgrounds are different, the, as far as the music goes, you almost listen to the same thing. Well, kind of. Ways, I, yeah. I never listened to like a lot of the like the singer songwriter stuff. Um, you know, and, and classical, not really. Yeah, and I, I think I think my my understanding of hip hop was you know a little a little deeper you know like uh mm -hmm. I, I you know i grew up listening to like everything like you know uh tribe called quest public enemy nwa all that like from the 90s on up um so that that was a lot more of what i listened to as opposed to like you know more of the and and i listened to, i did listen to the beatles but i didn't listen to like the rolling stones or anything like that like there yeah. were a lot there's a lot of classic music that i missed that her family like pink floyd like her. led zeppelin the stones neil young like i was steeped in that joni mitchell uh the heart so i had like a lot of a lot more exposure to classic rock yeah and also for me just from from those hip-hop influences that early stuff you know a lot of that was like that kind of dilla vibe so mm -hmm. you you ended up getting into jazz just by nature listening to that hip hop, you know, like it wasn't like, I didn't always necessarily seek out jazz, but I'd hear something like electric relaxation by Tribe Called Quest and be like, what is yeah. that sample? <laughs> I've got to understand this sample. Like I got to know where it came from so I can I can do that. <laughs> you know, I think it was recently, I think it's either last week when it was Dilla's birthday, I think it was last week, right? Which one, what was it? Dilla's birthday was I think last week. Was it? Yeah, I think last week, Dilla's birthday. What was last week? Oh, it was yeah. Dilla's birthday, Dilla Day. I yeah. Wasn't, yeah, I wasn't sure, yeah, I thought it was in March. But it might have been, yeah. 
And I think it was I, I saw people doing a lot of a, a lot of uh, you know tribute mixes for him. I think. We're usually yeah. more on might, that, but this year we've been like just so focused on the video. But that's true. I might be confused, confusing with uh, with Fife's birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, because I saw a lot of people making uh, some stuff for uh, some uh, tribute mixes for him, and uh, yeah, it was all yeah, it was February seventh. Yes, February seventh. Yeah. Oh man! Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I missed yeah. it. <laughs> well, it's a birthday month, so we can. <laughs> no, everyone. No, this this from 2020 to this time around, you know, everything is crazy. We don't remember dates anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We gotta, we're supposed to have a donut. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did uh, you you know as far as uh, let's see with the uh, with the pandemic, you know, coming in and. Uh, how did that work for you guys? Did you think you wrote more then, or do you think that uh, when that came in, you know, things got to a standstill and same went for you for you as far as the music goes? Well, at first, it definitely came to a standstill. I think everybody's first initial reaction was, mm. you know, the same, which is, especially in this industry, you know, um, you know, what are we gonna, how, how is it gonna affect touring? How's it gonna affect going into the studio? How's it gonna affect, you know, A&R meetings and all sorts of stuff we that you would normally, we had planned, we had a whole year long trip planned to Europe where we were gonna work, record and play Tour. shows. Yeah. Um, that, you know, immediately went to the wayside. So, I was hanging on, I was like, maybe in July. Yeah. And I was like, nope, they don't want any Americans at all. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it did at first kind of, you know, make us question like, what is this, what is this time even going to look like? But um, I would say it, it didn't take that long, maybe like a month for us to realize like, you know, we can turn this time into a, into a blessing if we, you know, play our cards right. And a big part of that was just like, you know, we, we're going to have to hustle yeah. this time. And what's interesting is this is an interview kind of about higher love. And that's like kind of our COVID baby. Like we just went in the studio and we created higher love. That's the first song we did once we were like, oh, we're locked down. At first, you're like, oh, I have like two weeks at home. You know, <laughs> what am I going to do with these two weeks? <laughs> and so we just like went hard for, for several months. And we, we really wanted to just make it as good as it could be and put a lot of love into it. So that's kind of what came through it. Oh, so Higher Love was one of the projects you did, uh, you know, once once it started knocking in, uh, when, when it once it started settling in that, hey, we are still here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we started writing it about a year ago, but it was really just an idea. Like, it wasn't, like, fully formed at all, just kind of a scratch track. And then we, when we were going through, we, we what we do is basically uh, on, like, every Friday or every weekend, more or less, we just write. Like whatever we're feeling, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the genre, it doesn't matter style, nothing. We just write whatever from the heart. And we keep those ideas like in a, in a folder where we can just revisit them later. If something comes up and it's like, you know, it's, you gotta write it right now, you do it. But there were a lot of ideas sitting in that folder and we were going back through them and we heard that when we were like, that's a song worth finishing. It's called New Moon, which is interesting because right now is the new moon. Because before you write lyrics, yes. you always have some title, you know? And it was called New Moon, right? Yep. And um, so we really, with Higher Love, wanted to get the vocal right because it's such a vocal song. The voice is so present. The lyrics are important. And well, yeah, we were even writing some of the lyrics in Australia. We got to go to Australia right before the shutdown. We got back and we released another song, Lake Fire, for International Women's Day on March 8th. And then like three days later, everything shut down yeah. <laughs> right after that release. 
Um, so we had done the lyrics in Australia and then we just really were dialing in the vocals, which took time because it's a featured moment in the song is really the vocal part. With Higher Love, you know, that, that was the first one of the first projects you've actually put out after, you know, we, you started getting used to being home for a while and you're still home right now. So uh, <laughs> then, <laughs> did that... Did you build, did you build more uh, around that to a project or did you just want to put that as a, as a single and that's it? So Higher Love is part of, we have like this huge long-term project idea that we're doing called Blocks. And Blocks, it started when next door, they like tore down all the apartments and they were just like building like construction for like two years. And it was just in our heads all the time. So we were thinking about building blocks and construction and new you know, building and also like building as a couple, building as a business, but also creative blocks, like the things that get in the way of our creativity. That was your concept. I think the whole idea of blocks. Um, so that's how you pronounce the first album we released, which was blocks. That first one is feel. And we think of block, it's four, right? So like it's even sides and four is kind of an important number to us. Um, it's 12.44 right now. And <laughs> so that happens all the time. Um, so the, our first EP was four songs and we're gonna do four blocks of four. So this first one's feel, that's already out. The next one's mind. And then there's gonna be vibe and hype, like kind of more upbeat stuff. But mind is sort of like the answer to feel and higher love is part of mind, which is gonna be the next four songs. And that's also the title of the mini movie we're doing, the short film that's gonna go with the EP. So we're telling the story through those four songs and higher love is kind of like the climax of that movie. Yeah, that's interesting. You know. Uh... You know, so which means that there will be there will be two projects. Yeah, there'll be a couple. Well, there'll be this project and then the companion movie to go with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So now, uh, the other thing is this though: with the how are you going to do the the, the fil film part? You know, with all the craziness going on, are you going to build something around your home? And well, how is how are you going to go <laughs> about, about this? We we actually thought about that. I mean, we you know, it, it is definitely tough to uh, to film. We have a very small crew, which is to say, we have the two of us and our director. Yeah. Um, so we we we're trying to do as much of it as the three of us as possible. But there are we did we just did some shooting the other day where you know um, we had to go into uh, we had to rent a studio space and everything like that. And we had a few extra crew members, and everyone's just precautious, you know, wearing masks. Everyone took COVID tests beforehand. Um, and you know only keep the people on set that are necessary everybody else just kind of distance so um that's about the best you can do yeah. but um in doing that you know we also are learning a lot about how to create in this environment in some ways it's actually like a little bit of a like a motivation you know because it's it is harder to get these things done, but at the same time, you know, it kind of shows just like how much do you want to get it done? In which ways can you use the limits to you know create something new? Yeah, actually, I don't think this project would even happen without COVID because our director is our next door neighbor, and normally he's traveling all over the place for work, but he was home 
And he's like very talented and was bored and wanted something to do. <laughs> and so we started this project. Like we also started another project called Beats, Kicks and Life, where John kind of talks about Fife in that one too, actually. But um, which is a series about like our music and pairing it with sneakers. He's a sneakerhead um, <laughs> and, and just life topics. So we started that. And then from there, we're like, wow, what else could we do together? Like we just started a whole new you know web series. Maybe we could do a music video and that parlayed to maybe we could do a short film and so what we did is we drove to Colorado where he and I the neighbor Sam and I are both from and we just shot for like two weeks straight like out in the mountains and that's where you're going to see the video from higher love it's in Colorado like Arizona New Mexico um and it was empty because COVID you know so it was actually to our advantage in some ways there are only three of us, so there's a lot to learn. Um, and then living in Los Angeles is very helpful because people are around, people are willing to work. Um, they just need work. Actors need work. People in the industry need work. So it kind of feels good to be able to pay people and bring them on board, um, even if it's just a little tiny project. And you have these studios that are renting out that are probably normally booked. So there are some, there's a little silver lining to the whole thing and how we've been able to do this because of the situation. And and do you think you know as we move forward? Do you think even when we're out of the woods, do you think that from what we have learned during this time, do you think that will change on how we work towards things like or how like your song making process is? Do you think that will affect how you make music moving forward mm -hmm. or any other project? Yeah, I I do for sure. I think um, you know we're also we also write songs for other artists and that sort of thing. We produce and that and that stuff. So. Um, you know, we've had songwriting sessions that are completely on Zoom. Normally you go into a studio, it's a group of you, you get together and you write, but now we've all had to learn how do you do these Zoom sessions, you know? Um, and in some ways it's really, really good. We've worked with, you know, we, we can work with artists in different countries um, and, and you know, create, you know, in ways we didn't think we, we would. And it, it, it all, to me, it all goes back to the same thing. It's, it's uh, you know, it's how do you learn to take the limitations that you have and turn them into, you know, and, and break through them in a way, you know, there's always, there's always like a, you know, there's always some kind of boundary and you have, and you know, there's always just a little bit of wiggle room to get just beyond that boundary too. So you kind of, you figure that out and then uh, I think it's yielded some really cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, has, and I think this period has shown how much people you need to make projects because earlier on you would want people in the studio and then you spend hours and hours in studio time and now you have to figure it out right now on Zoom and find a way to do the most in the least amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be like hanging out, eating pizza, just not focused. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's true, but like you were saying, like limitations help us be more creative. There used to be courses like that, like only write a song with two chords or, you know, like don't follow the formula. It, whenever you give some scaffolding or some containment, it's weird, but like you can be more creative as opposed to just do whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. almost too overwhelming. Like you need some structure. Right. To contain yourself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the other thing is this though, you know, as working together as a couple, how, how, how e easy or what, what, what do you think do you think you work the best when you're working together? And this is not based on because you're a couple right now, then because I know that answer can be yes. But I mean, you working on your other projects, him working on his other projects. What do you think changes when the two of you decided to form Power Couple and decide to make music together? 
Well, <laughs> it's not always easy. That's definitely for sure. Like, um, you know, this, I think the same things come up when you're writing music, the same insecurities, you know, you want to, you want to put out something that's excellent, you know? And, um, I think in being a couple, you, you, you know, you, you care for one another. So you don't want to see the other person beat themselves up if, you know, they're like, oh, we're not getting it today. You know, like she'll see, you know, if I get down because I don't feel like the song's good enough, she'll have to see that and want to help, you know, but, you know, you can't always do that. Sometimes it's just got to run its course. Sometimes you, sometimes you make something that's not great in order to make something eventually that is, you know, so um, also I would say sometimes we, we disagree on what we think is great. You know what I mean? She, she sometimes is more of a risk taker than I am, you know? And that, I think that like, we have a song called um, My Stop that was on our first EP. And it's a pretty bold song, like in terms of just like, uh, you know, it's very, it's like jazz, hip hop, electronic. No box. No box at all. Like we've, <laughs> I mean, literally we've, we've tried submitting it. To no one knows where it fits. <laughs> no one, people are like, it's a great song. I, I don't just know, don't know how to it. define it. Um, but that, that song was born from her, uh, her energy of like, this sounds cool to me. And I was like, but I don't know what to do with it. And because she fought for it and was like, trust me, this is something worth hearing. I honestly, it's one of now in hindsight, it's one of my favorite songs ever that we've ever written. Um, and it wouldn't have happened if she hadn't pushed that creative boundary in me. Yeah, I think what's great about having, I prefer now writing music as a couple. For my whole life, I was always solo um, or I had like a backing band, but I just feel like what John is saying, like you've, you're different. So you carry each other along when you come up against like an insecurity or a weakness. So we fill in each other's strengths. I think of it like a relay race, you know, like he'll take the song to a point and then like, I'm stuck. And then I'll take it to a point like I'm stuck. And so <laughs> it keeps it moving. And also like, I just personally working with John, he's brought, he's tapped into some potential that I never knew I had. So he pushes me like vocally and musically in, in so many ways that I'm way surpassing, you know, what I would have been doing alone. So I, I think that we we do bring out the best in each other and push each other. Um, and I help him like let go of things. Like if it was up to John, he would never release a song ever. That's he would I mean. make them all perfect <laughs> until he died. So <laughs> I'm like, it's ready. If they like it, they like it. If you want to change it too bad, like we need to let this little bird fly, you know? So I help him kind of move along that way so we can create room for new things to come in. That's true. Very yeah, true. Yeah. And then what happens when one of you wants to write a song where, you know, uh, you, 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 there are, there's a side of you you want to tell, and then probably you might be worried about what the other person might think, you know, and how, how do you get to that point now? Well, like a lot of the same room or something? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so the very, the, the first song on our last EP is called Alone in the Same Room. And that song stemmed from a fight. So we, we had written, we had already written some of the music to it. We had a basic idea of it. I think it was like the chord structure. Mm. Um, so <laughs> we started writing melodies and lyrics and we got into a fight about it. I, I don't, at this point, I don't, I don't even remember was what was the fight. Yeah, exactly. That's how <laughs> stupid the fight was. Nobody ever knows. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All fight, just like that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, you know, 
we knew we needed to get the song done though. So we- But like he did. Yeah, we were both <laughs> so mad, but we challenged ourselves and uh, decided that we were gonna sit in our studio, just turn our backs to each other and just write lyrics, both of us individually, lyrics and melody by ourselves. And then, you know, within like 30 minutes or an hour or something like that, turn back around and read what we wrote to each other. And I will tell you that <laughs> it could not, it's like, it's literally, you, even in listening to the song, you hear how the lyrics are just like uh, a combined effort. One of them is like, um, I'm doing the right thing, you're in the wrong, you know, it's like that sort of back and forth dynamic. We're like, oh, we're fine, let's turn it into a song. You know, so yeah, there's definitely like those issues and we go through it. And some days, like, like you said, it's a wash, but for that song and other songs, I think it was important to tell that real story because so many couples go through these issues and there's not a lot of people talking about it. It always looks perfect on social media or, oh, we never fight or, you know, so I, it was kind of funny to come out that with our first song because we had friends being like, y'all all right, like you good? <laughs> because it sounds like you're kind of in a hard place. But I think I think it takes a lot of strength to be able to face those things and then share it with with the world and I, I think it's important to just be more realistic about how much work it takes to be in a relationship and then to find a way to still channel that into creativity yeah and, and, and also what I'm getting from this is you know much as you were both heated and doing that you still decided to say hey we are still going to make this work and you sat in the same studio and still managed to write yeah we, we decided a while ago that our, our you know kind of our our motto or our mantra or whatever is basically, you know, you have to do what's best for the song. Yeah, so, and, and the power couple is not either of us, right? It's bigger than us. So you gotta do it for, for power couple. What we, and we both really care about it, you know, so. Yeah. You gotta get out of your own ego. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's, a, that's a takeaway for these two, yeah? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we are talking about Higher Love is the single that is out. And uh, when do you think this project will be out, the, the entire project? That is a good question. That's actually something we're discussing right now. Um, our intention was to, to actually put the, the EP and the film out this year. I think what's going to end up happening is the EP will still come out this year, but the film may come out next year because um, we are looking to get it into some film festivals and they they want to see the project as a completed project and they don't want it to be released it hurts your chances sometimes of getting accepted if it's already been released oh yeah so higher level could come out as like a teaser the video um and then the the ep will come out this year we're actually gonna have a follow-up single in march probably called sky ride to higher love but like yeah like john's saying we're still deciding about the best way to launch the the a short film yeah. mind but you'll hear the music <laughs> this year which is exciting for us yeah it's like what the weekend just did you know it's like the, those songs have been out for a while but now that you have this visual to go with it it has like a whole new meeting and it's like resurging again in the charts yeah hi <laughs> yeah. i love is what is out guys right now go check that out for people who want to reach out to you how, how can they find you guys on on socials and all that the best way is just on our website which is powercouple.com which is spelled p-w-r-c-p-l um there's a mailing list there. 
and we do want to connect with you that way. That's the best way because social media changes up. It's always moving platforms. So if you really want to stay in touch, go to the website, but we do have Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. It's the same spelling. So if you look it up, it should be there. There's on Spotify, YouTube. And there's links. All those links are on the website too. Yeah. Yes. We do have, we do have some live videos up on YouTube that you can check out, uh, just go to the again go to the website click on the youtube link and you'll see um our debut show mm-hmm. um was actually also filmed uh and most of those songs are up on youtube yeah and then you can check out beats kicks and live too on youtube if you want to check out that that short series we did with our neighbor sam it's pretty we'll be, fun. there's six episodes and we'll be picking up a second season of that soon so oh wow all right that's that's interesting so you're being up in second season for that (laughs) yeah we we we, i don't know we're ambitious (laughs) got a lot going on Lots to talk about. Not bored. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not at all. Doesn't sound like you're bored at all. So Higher Love is a song, guys, that you need to check out coming in from uh, Power Couple P, W, then uh, R, then P, and then CPL, you know? You you took out the vowels, right? Yes, it's like a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) 